Hello and welcome to episode 48 of Women in Confidence. My name is Vanessa Murphy and I am the host. So if you're a regular Women in Confidence listener, you will have clocked that I took a week off. So I didn't have an episode last week. And that's because I've been doing all the things and finding myself so busy that I was focusing on everything and nothing. And I'm sure you might have found yourself in that situation once or twice as well in your life. So I asked my husband what he thought about me having a week off from the podcast. And I don't think he actually could care less because he's not my listener demographic anyway. So you might say it's a bit of an odd choice to ask him. But what he did say, and this was the really important thing was, Vanessa, you might actually want to stick to your boundaries and stop getting into this situation again. Look, we've been married for nearly 20 years and it is not the first time he's seen me with too much on my plate. So I wouldn't say I'm a people pleaser necessarily. So that is not what's going on here. But I'd say I'm definitely a high achiever. And I think my taking on lots of things, my doing it all on my own, would probably sit in my high achieving. But look, this leads me on to the theme of this week's podcast. And that is about boundaries, just as my husband said. And I put my hands up. Look, I am not good with boundaries. So for someone who is a confidence coach and runs this podcast, here is my confession. I suck at setting boundaries. Or should I say, suck at setting and sticking to my boundaries? Or rather, they I set them in my head, or at least I think I do, but I don't necessarily write them down, I don't verbalize them, and I don't tell anybody else. So they're deep inside my mound. So when a boundary is crossed, people don't know they've done it, and how would they? Because they can't read my mind. So rather than make this an episode that is just me giving you musings and stories about boundaries, I asked some friends, the questions about boundaries they would most like answered. So I'm going to do this as a Q&A type episode where my questions are supplied by my friends. So thank you very much. So the first question is, what is a boundary? And before we make this an episode all about my pathetic ability to set and maintain boundaries, let's start by defining what a boundary actually is and why it's important for confidence. So essentially, a boundary is a line, anything that marks a border. So think a fence or a hedge. But the same concept can be applied to behaviors, actions, language used and values, etc. And it can be real or imagined that marks the edge or limit of something or the limit of a subject or a relationship. So boundaries are guidelines, they're limits that a person creates to identify, you know, reasonable, safe ways for other people to behave towards us and how they respond when somebody crosses those boundaries or those limits. They are not built out of a mix of conclusions, beliefs, opinions, or past experiences, but personally, boundaries help to define an individual by outlining what what they like and what they dislike and setting that distance as, as others allow to approach. So Boundaries are essentially a really healthy way of maintaining a good home and work relationship. So question two, why is having a boundary important? So for me, boundaries help us take care of ourselves. They give us permission to say no to things, um, which is something I can certainly learn from, and to not take everything on. And 
to not accept certain behaviors or certain actions or, or people saying certain things to you. So boundaries, and this is why they are important, draw a clear line around what is okay and what is not okay. So the next question is, can you give me an example of one of your healthy boundaries? Okay. Yeah. So my children are my priority and will always come first, you know, whilst they're living at home, you know, once they've left home and and do what they want, I think my priority will become myself much more, but my children at the moment, my priority. And to give you an example of how this has played out in my life many years ago. So not long after returning to work, after having my first child, my boss asked me to come in early and stay late and even work on weekends. And this wasn't just a one-off because you know most people can manage that, but this was on a regular sort of habitual basis that you know I'd start half an hour earlier or he'd call a meeting that was always going to overrun and would would make me leave, you know, late essentially. And you know what I did try it a few times. Uh, I was in a new job and I wanted to make a good impression. You know, I wanted to be seen as compliant, perhaps the good girl, maybe. And I quickly realized that this was just not going to work for me. I was so stressed. I was driving recklessly to get to my childcare facilities before it closed. And I remember one situation where I just, I, I don't know how I managed to get home without causing an accident. I was driving so caref- uh, carelessly. And also I was really tired. So actually I wasn't doing a good job at work because I was so tired. So my boundary had been absolutely crossed and I actually resigned from that job because I just knew the situation was unlikely to change because my boss wasn't going to change. And so he wanted somebody who was going to come in, you know, half an hour early, stay, you know, hours late. And that just wasn't me because my priority wasn't my job, my priority and where my boundary was is my children come first. And this is not my boundary. So this is another example. So this is not my boundary, but something I have come across a few times before actually in my job as um, in HR. And that is the challenge of the blurring lines between having a working relationship with someone and then that blurring into being a personal relationship. And that's particularly difficult if you are the boss or the leader. So I'm not talking about a romantic relationship here. I'm talking about purely um, a work relationship uh, and but it's spilling into being personal. And I remember a situation uh, where I had to advise on a manager on a member of, of their staff who had crossed that line from being professional to trying to be over-friendly. And the, the manager hadn't stopped this. And so I guess once the person had realized that they could do this, they just carried on pushing. So they tried to connect with the manager or did connect with them on Facebook and Instagram and started commenting on things that they were doing in their personal life. They invited the manager to personal events, so weddings and birthdays and, you know, all the celebrations and, you know, lots and lots of other things. But it was making the manager really uncomfortable because they felt that the individual was disregarding their boundaries. And and what was actually playing out here was the manager hadn't actually set any boundaries or if they'd set them, they kept crossing their own boundary because they'd go to the social events, they'd like their posts on Facebook, et cetera. So the manager ended up having to have a word with the individual to explain their boundaries, which then caused this really awkward relationship where the individual was like, hang on a minute, it's been fine up till now, what's happened since? So for me, the moral of that story is to be really upfront about your boundaries. And in this case, for me, the manager should have been really clear 
not necessarily by saying it, but by their actions of not going to personal events, you know, not um, accepting invites in Instagram and all the social stuff and to stick to their boundary so that, that, you know, further down the line, they wouldn't feel uncomfortable. So the next question is, how do you set boundaries? Well, the first place I start is always with me. And, you know, I say that about almost anything I do in my coaching work and the aspects of gaining and maintaining confidence. It's always about asking yourself what matters to you. Who am I? What means the most to me? What are my values? What just seems really wrong to me and makes me feel uncomfortable? So how I go about it, and maybe, you know, you could try this too, is to think about scenarios at work that have made you feel good and made you feel uncomfortable. So identify what it was that caused that feeling. So for a negative emotional response to something, um, this will give you an idea of how to start forming a boundary. So if somebody says things in meetings or casually and you get an uncomfortable negative emotion, there's probably a boundary that could be set there. So if somebody, for example, this is one that I've heard so many times, I think being in HR, people think they can just come to you and talk about all sorts of shit and (laughs) moan. But so if somebody moans to you about another person and makes you feel uncomfortable, then your boundary will be something like, you know, I don't want anyone bitching to me about my colleagues. It's unnecessary and unprofessional. So I don't want that to happen. Another one for me particularly is I like to have focus time in my day. So I like to do my meetings, but also I like to set aside, say, a couple of hours where I can just focus on, you know, catching up on emails, reading an article, doing some actual work. And I set that aside and schedule that time into my diary. And what is my boundaries? I do not let anyone break through that. You know, sometimes it's the little cheeky email or the text. So I have an out of office message which says what I'm doing and when I'll get back to them, I turn off my phone or put it outside, you know, put it out of reach or or whatever I do, but I don't have anything with me. I stop notifications. And that boundary is for me to know that's time I've got to do some work. I've got to start delivering something. So that is my boundary and how I stick to it. So the next question and the last question here is question five. How do you tell people about your boundaries? Um, Look, I am not great at this part at all, to be honest. And often I do genuinely find people crossing my boundaries and I've got to learn about how to stop that. And then when people do cross my boundaries, I have to speak to them about it. But, you know, already that boundary has been stepped over. So in an ideal world, I would be clear with people about what I will and won't accept so that people have absolute clarity and they know not to mess with me or step over my boundaries. But, you know, I'm really aware that is not always feasible. Like, I'm, you know, you don't start a job and on day one you say to people, look, I'm not going to work past five o'clock. I don't appreciate swearing in meetings. I don't like it when people are late, et cetera, et cetera. These, you know, you don't, you just don't do that. Although, to be honest, I've just read an article recently that said setting boundaries starts at the interview stage. So I guess I've got lots to learn and work to do on that one. But what I tend to do is through my actions, and sometimes I do follow-up meetings with people, particularly if there's something said in a meeting that's crossed my boundary or I've seen something happen that has crossed a boundary, I will speak to that person afterwards and just be really clear that does not fit with my values And I don't want them to see, I don't want that to happen again. I don't want to see it. I don't want to hear it. So often I'm quite professional about it and discreet. 
um, with individuals and I will define my boundaries with them. But often it's go, it's also just setting the tone through my actions. And I go back to that example of the manager who would, you know, go to the social events and, you know, do all the likes on Facebook and you, you know, YouTubes and all that sort of thing. Look, that I just won't do that. And I'll be very clear from the outset, that is not my space. You know, I won't go out drinking with everybody at work because that is not, it doesn't make me comfortable. And that, and that's a boundary that I would, would be crossing. Um, so often it's through my actions alone. So I might not tell people and that's where I've got to get better at, but I do it through my actions. But I tell you what, I am good at helping other people set boundaries. Though. That's one thing I'm definitely good at. Look, there are loads and loads of articles and there's YouTube clips and videos and loads of stuff on Instagram and TikTok, et cetera, about boundaries. So I totally recommend you go and check those out. But I hope this episode has been useful. It's been interesting. I've given you some maybe some hints and tips to take away. And ultimately, I would say and my advice, my one piece of advice is to really start thinking about what what your boundaries are you know, what matters to you, what your values are, what you will and won't tolerate, and then write them down. And if necessary, articulate them to people, but stick to them. So you don't end up like me feeling really exhausted, totally overwhelmed and needing to take uh, some time out. So that's it for this week. I have some great guests coming up and we're nearly at episode 49 and I've already got 50 recorded and that is a an interview with me so a previous guest interviewed me about confidence the women in confidence podcast a bit about my background and then we're into episodes uh, sorry season six which is incredible incredible this podcast has been going for just over a year now and i'm on season six if you want to be on women in confidence which would be incredible please email me on contact at vanessa-murphy.com so that's contact at vanessa-murphy.com i'm looking for some incredible women to interview i'm particularly after women who have done something you know like a challenge like climbed mount everest sailed you know the atlantic in the winter just like some really interesting things that they've done that they can talk about and how they've had the confidence to do these things. So if that's you, please get in touch. I'd love to hear from you. Until next time. 